Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Trevor Olson Show, episode number 115, Wednesday, March 30th, 2022. I'm your host. It's good to be here, Trevor Olson. What's going on? The camera is, uh, again, at an angle, uh, insufficient with what I like it to be, uh, but I, uh, I didn't, you know, take the necessary actions to go out and buy a uh, stand for the camera, for my phone. I went back to Target uh, returned the stand from last week that broke, uh, and this is the second one I've returned, and, uh, it was, like, past the return date, and I was, was like, it's broken. Again, it just keeps breaking, and so they were able to, uh, they, they just gave me a, like, a merchandise return card or something like that, through uh through it through it on there so i got a little card with some target uh a little target cash specifically for target and i bought a book as well for 14 dollars. i read it didn't really like it it was all right uh returned it and i got 22 dollars back so i'm making money making money but just uh yeah we're uh we're at an angle here and uh just you deal with it but uh if you'd like to support the show, folks, the uh, the show that's seemingly collapsing and falling apart and uh, progressively getting worse, uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash Trevor Olson, where you can find exclusive bonus content, four episodes per week. That's uh, two hours of bonus content uh, every single month, folks. I've, I have officially made a goal there. It's good to have goals, is it not? I've had no goal uh, with Patreon. It was just, uh, you know, I, we've got some patrons. We're at 264 a month, and uh, I set a goal of 500. So tell your friends, tell your family, tell your enemies, tell tell the people. Patreon.com slash Trevor Olson. Let's talk about what everyone's talking about. Who cares? Will Smith uh, slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars. The planet is talking about this right now, and I'm just gonna look this way, like the camera's right in front of me. Um, I, I last on Patreon last week. I did an audio audio only episode. I, every time I do an audio only episode, I feel like they're much better. I don't know why. I feel like I'm just I'm more focused. Maybe it's because I can see myself in the camera. I start overthinking things. I, I don't know. But uh, yes, Will Smith, who I'm a big fan of, whose book I've read, whose television shows and movies I have consumed and watched over the years, smacks Chris Rock, the comedian, in the face, the host of the Oscars, live in front of a bajillion people uh, in a, uh, in what? In an act of impulsivity and emotion and perhaps narcissism and uh, detachment from reality? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, the whole, let's, let's be honest, at the end of the day, who gives a fuck? Um, does it matter to you? Or me? <laughs> does, does it? Is it gonna put gas in my tank? Is it gonna help me with the fucking six dollar gas? I don't think so. Is it gonna feed the dog? Is it gonna take care of your, your, your lonely children? No, folks, we're just distracting ourselves and we're consumed by an overabundance of useless information. I'm feeling overstimulated and uh, at the same time understimulated, hollow, empty with what I've been consuming. 
I don't know what it is. I've been thinking about this lately. I'm like, I feel like I'm taking in, I take in, there's, I just feel like there's so much going on all the time and none of it matters. I'm like, am I a nihilist? I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm nihilist. And even with nihilism, I think people who say they're nihilistic don't really live nihilistic lives. They still live as if there's, like, they eat food. They don't, they don't, uh, you know, think that, 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 uh, you know, they're gonna starve if they don't eat. So even if you're a nihilist, I don't think you really are. But um, I don't know, folks. Everyone's talking about it. Here's my take on it. Like I said, I think it was, I think it's clear that it wasn't thought through, that it was on impulse and just emotional. And he got wrapped up for whatever in the moment and felt uh, enraged by a seemingly subtle joke. It wasn't even that bad. But again... Then people are arguing. The people, the people are turning it into a race thing already. They're like something with black women's hair, and uh, you know, it's like some people there at the Oscars were like, "Yeah, it's fine. You know, you shouldn't have made that joke." It's like, can we not talk about anything? This country is falling apart, folks. I'm getting worried. I'm getting. Worried. Everybody's self-censoring. Everybody wants everybody canceled. Everybody, nobody wants anybody to speak. And it's just fucking insanity. I don't think people understand the consequences of silencing people, of canceling people, of not being able to joke about things. I think, I think if anything's going to save us, it's going to be comedy. Comedy might save us because you can get away with a lot in comedy if you do it well. And I'm definitely not talking about myself. I'm talking about like real professional comedians. I don't know. I don't know. I just think so many people are self-censoring. And it's like, is that really freedom? I'm going to, yeah, this, this, this is just on my mind. So I got to get this off my chest. It's like the idea of freedom of speech in this country. That's, that's such a fundamental central component of, of the United States of America. And, um, but is it really freedom of speech when people are horrified to speak up or they're they're afraid that they're going to be verbally attacked or is you know is it really freedom of speech if you self-censor you know i just think it's so important that we have an open dialogue about things and uh, i just see it more and more in people around me i see it more and more on the news i see it more and more people just afraid to talk and speak and it's just it's fucking driving me nuts and I, I think it's driving me nuts because I find myself sometimes doing it as well. And like the last thing I want to do on this podcast in more importantly, in just real life is to not express how I feel or to hide how I feel. And I don't mean like I'm going around shouting my feelings at people like, you know, like, 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 like everyone like in some sort of egotistical narcissistic manner where I feel like everybody needs to hear everything I want to say all the time it's not that but in everyday conversations I want to speak my mind and I want to tell the truth to the best of my ability and I want to speak my opinion and it's amazing when you do that the sort of sort of like response that you'll get it's it'll either be like somebody being thank God somebody's speaking up or like and they'll they'll open up as well or someone will you know say something to you I don't know I don't know folks I'm I'm listening to this podcast right now let me uh, let me pull it up let me see yeah because I'm gonna mess up her name 
here we go. Oh boy, how am I gonna say this? Ye, ye own me, ye own me, ye own me park. That's your name. Uh, podcast right now on Joe Rogan. It was an older one, but I missed it. Uh, Yeoni, Yeoni Park, is a North Korean defector and activist whose family fled from North Korea to China in 2007, settled in South Korea in 2009, and then moved to the U.S. in 2014. Her family turned to black market trading during North Korea's economic collapse in the 1990s. Okay, so... It's just, it's a fascinating podcast, you guys. It really is. And um, even with all my bitching and complaining that I started this podcast off with, although I think it needs to be said, um, man, we've got it made here in this country and we have to hold on to it. I'm genuinely worried about the country. Never in my life have I been worried about the United States of America, ever. But it's... It's disheartening and saddening to see the, the just the, the fucking empty space between the left and the right and and the fucking vaccinated and unvaccinated and uh, and the and masculinity and femininity. It's like there's there's just this empty chasm of of so much space that it's like I, I just don't know if they'll ever I don't know what the bridge is I don't know what it's gonna take. What's the bridge to connect, you know, to connect the, the, I don't know, the fucking, what's the word I'm looking for, Trevor? Come on. Contrast? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Just, uh, what's going to connect us here? And I think if anything, maybe, thinking out loud here. It's just the, uh, and I'll get back to this podcast here in a second. I, I think if anything is probably going to connect us, it's the understanding and realization that we all have universal needs. We all want to be loved. We all want family and friends and camaraderie and meaning in our lives. We want perhaps a job that's meaningful and engaging. Like we we want food and shelter and health. Like we all at the end of the day we want the same things. Food, shelter, water, love. Uh, you know, a uh, connection with, with the transcendent, something, something that uh, in, endows, is that the word, endows our life with meaning? We all want the same things. And, um, but it's when, when it's like, if we, if we think cancel culture is the way to go, and we think censorship is the way to go, then we will never talk to each other, man. We're just never going to be able to talk to each other. Like, I know people out here, just like through friends of friends, and I and didn't really talk about this too much back in Michigan, because I think, I think people are like way more politically involved out here, or at least politically vocal in California. But I don't know, people are p politically vocal every, everywhere, I suppose. Um, but... Like there's like there's people out here who and everywhere, not just out here. It's like they won't talk to like sisters because of their political view, or they won't talk to their brother because of their political view, and it's it's just insane that that politics can divide families and and friends, and it's like who gives a fuck about any of this gross game that everyone's playing. It's just on my mind. It's been frustrating me. Just really today. So, 
I don't know. I don't know. But this podcast is is um, probably stirring all this up because this Yeoni Park, this beautiful woman who's been through so much, uh, grew up in North Korea, escaped North Korea at the age of 13, and she's just talking about the whole country is starving, dead bodies floating in the river every day as, as a child, seeing dead bodies in the streets, dead bodies in the rivers every day, watching people starve to death around her, everyone um, completely oppressed and a victim. And, and they're so oppressed. Here's the thing. Here's what this was like an eye-opening moment for me. It's like they're so oppressed, that most of them, they're unaware of their oppression. They have no idea. They have no idea. They're told in North Korea that people try to flee from South Korea and China and all the other areas close by. People are trying to flee into North Korea because they're envious of it. And everyone thinks that, so they're brainwashed and they're told that like this is what everyone wants. And it's like everything is owned by the state. Everything's collective. I mean, you're executed for the, the literally, there was a general there executed, like a general who worked with like Kim, Kim Jong-un um, close, like his whole life, the, worked for the regime his whole life. And he like nodded off in a meeting and uh, they fucking killed him. Like if you, you have your, your fucking poster right here of Kim Jong-il, Un, Kim Jong-un now. Um, and if there's some dust on it, somebody can walk into your house, just but burst in in the middle of the night, look at it and be like, oh, a little dust, and they will execute you. And it's, it's like, it's so hard to believe. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's so insane that a country can get to that, to that point. Shit, here comes the garbage truck, folks. I, I, I contacted the, the, uh, you know, the, the garbage men of California, and I asked them if they could reroute their, their system so that it wouldn't interfere with the podcast here because now they're going to make noise for the next five minutes. But apparently they didn't get my message. So sorry about that. It's only usually super loud for me when I have my headphones on, but I know it's it's very loud and easily heard in the mix. So you're going to have to bring it up with them, folks. I tried contacting them. They, uh, they, uh, they said we can't just change our schedule because of your podcast. And I said, well, that's ridiculous. I said, that's ridiculous. No. But um, this podcast is just, it's reminding me of the importance of freedom of speech, of, of getting rid of all sort of censorship and cancellation, you know, this cancel culture. Like, all of that stuff is just leading us it's leading, and people don't, I don't think people understand this, and I'm not saying that I understand everything, because I don't, but I can see um, through listening to people who are a lot smarter than I am, much more well-educated, much more well-read, much more articulate. There they go. Thanks, gentlemen. Thank you. Off they go. Um, oh, get one more. Getting one more. You can see like where this goes. You can see what happens when people lose their ability to speak. People lose their ability uh, when people are afraid to speak up. And it's like it's that idea, sins of omission. Commission? Omission? Fuck, I'm mixing the words up. Commission, right? Omission? <laughs> oh, co. Mi 
definition. Let's learn together, folks. Yeah, you omit something, right? You leave out. Omission, something neglected or left undone. Sins of omission. That's right. But it's just, the podcast is really just something. Like hearing her story, man. It's really uh, moving and uh, it's horrible. And I'm just scared for our country. I really am. And I don't really know what to do. I think talking about it helps. I think we all just... I think education is important. I think probably maybe maybe it's like we need to we need maybe our education system just needs a revamping, and we need to focus more so on like teaching people to think critically for themselves. Because like I didn't learn how to think critically. I don't even, I don't know if I'm a critical thinker. I try to think. I really really do. I really try to think. I really try to educate myself. I try. I'm you know I'm trying. And. Um, you know, we're not really taught that. We're just taught, like, in school to memorize things and learn about, you know, memorize these dates, memorize these formulas, mem- formulas, memorize this, memorize that. And then and then it's kind of like, yeah, you know, the tests are over and you just got an A, great job, or a B, and, like, you can forget about it now. And it's like, well, what? why? We really should be, we, we, need, we need people to think. <laughs> I just don't think people are thinking. It's like people aren't. thinking they're 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 wrapped up in this ideology this this tribalism and uh it is it's very short-sighted i just don't i don't know folks i don't have the answers just been bothering me (laughs) it's just just been bothering me and we're all so fucking concerned about will smith slapping chris rock which he shouldn't have done he definitely shouldn't have done that. That was not okay. Chris handled it like a pro, by the way. Like a pro. Turned it into a joke and uh, did his best. You could clear he was very uncomfortable. Probably very, felt embarrassed and uh, also just shocked. And, um, you know, Will Smith also feeling embarrassment as well. This is like, you know, they're just people. They're just people that got caught up in a strange, in a very strange situation and um yeah i i I admire what do i admire i was like listening to everyone's take i was actually surprised how much i how much i cared when i saw it happen i was like holy shit and then and then like i hopped on twitter i'm not even a twitter guy and i just went i just started searching on twitter i was like is this how it works and uh you know went to the trending section and just just kept refreshing, just like a like a like a drug addict, and uh, yeah. The next day, I couldn't wait to like. I was like, I want to hear like Russell Brand's take. I want to hear like Ben Shapiro's take, Joe Rogan's take, Chaco Will. I want to hear like everybody's take on it. And then today, I'm like, why do I care at all? Because it's like, because is it because maybe it's like empathetic as far as like you 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 you. It's probably that's probably not even that far. But just like seeing another person hit on stage, like you can, you can um, understand how that would, you can relate to that, like how you wouldn't want that to happen. So you're interested, like I don't know, I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it was insane that the number one trending uh, hashtag was like assault. I was like, holy shit! Imagine the shitstormed. 
Imagine being Will Smith and Chris Rock, but like the whole world is talking about you doing something stupid that you wish you wouldn't have done. And and to and f- to have such a successful career, a career successful as Will Smith, um, and then to win the Oscar, like it really sort of tainted the whole experience for him and for the, like the movie and and the the family that was there. Like, and he he talked about that as well. Let's 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 pull up his his thing. What's the word? Apology. That's the word. Good job, Trevor. Yeah, you know, violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night. Well, then why'd you do it? Well, uh, my behavior. No, I'm just kidding. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Um, I like the fact that he's taking responsibility for it. You know, jokes at my expense are a part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. Again, it's seemingly innocuous joke, but reacted emotionally, and we know what happens when we all get emotional. We uh, we lose control. We stop thinking rationally. We react. I would like to publicly apologize t- to you, Chris. I was out of line, and I was wrong. I am embarrassed and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. I like all of that. Is this a world of love and kindness? It seems like a world of just, uh, there's definitely love and kindness. Um, you know, there's a lot of other shit too, though. Uh, I would also like to apologize to the Academy. Now he wants to go, he wants to go back next year for the movies, which fair enough. I would too. Uh, the producers of the show, all the attendees, and everyone watching, everybody, and everyone watching around the world. Oh, he apologized to me. That's so sweet. I would like to apologize to the Williams family and my King Richard family. And here's, um, yeah, here's where I, where I really understood it. I deeply regret that my behavior has stained what has been an otherwise gorgeous journey. Gorgeous journey for all of us. I am a work in progress. Sincerely, will. I think we should forgive him. I don't think he should be canceled. I think what he did was wrong. I think he knows what he did was wrong. Um, I think, though, people deserve second chances. And I don't know what that means as far as um, punishment. Should he be punished? I mean, he probably should be dealt with in, you know... So, I mean, there, sh- there should be probably, like, just normal people consequence consequences which chris isn't pressing charges isn't suing and so they you know they're probably just they probably worked it out behind the scenes which is good it shouldn't be this big fucking public spectacle but um you know i think his apology seems sincere i think he deserves a second chance i don't think he should be uh canceled i don't think he should be um you know, not allowed to... He's one of the biggest movie stars in the fucking world. You think they're going to stop making movies with him? You're out of your mind. Maybe, because, you know, Hollywood is so left and so woke and so this and so that and so... Maybe, but uh, I kind of doubt it. Um, but again, I think what he did was wrong. And I think he thinks what he did was wrong. Obviously, the apology... Again, I'm just kind of repeating myself. But the apology seems sincere. And, um, yeah, I think we, people deserve second chances. And that's pretty much my, my, my take on it. It's like he reacted emotionally and impulsively, wasn't thinking about it. He just reacted. 
And he unfortunately did that on the biggest show ever. <laughs> and so it's weird. It's like I have feelings about it and also no feelings at the same time. I'm like, this, again, is it, is it going to fucking get me a new candle? Because this one's uh, burnt out? No. But what's the lessons we could, we could take away from it? It's easy to, you know, keep our emotions. What's, what's some lessons? Don't, well, don't, you know, let's probably don't hit people um, if they upset you. Although you might want to. That's for sure. We all might want to hit somebody if we get really upset. I know, if I, I know I've wanted to hit people um, when I've gotten very angry. And you could see the anger in, in, in his, you know, it's anger. When, we're get, when we get controlled by anger. It's like it's 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 like we become a, we different people. We might we might say things we don't mean and, and take actions that we don't that we later on regret as Will has expressed in his apology. You know, it and that's at least we can all understand where I think we can all understand where they're all coming from, where every every side is coming from. You can you can under, see you can see where Will is coming from because he's obviously consumed by anger and we've all been consumed by anger at one point and you know that it's easy to fuck up when you're angry again i think chris handled it like a pro um i had a friend over last night we had a friend over here for dinner um and he was saying like he, he wished chris rock would have would have kind of ripped into him and chris definitely has the um the ability to do that that guy's a fucking pro um and I saw a lot of people saying the same things online, like kind of making fun of like Will's and Jada's open relationship and saying things like, I guess the only thing this relationship is an open forest jokes and uh, which is funny. <laughs> but um, yeah, you, I can see how I, I, I can see, I think, all the angles. Again, I think what he did was wrong. Should he be canceled? No. Um and honestly, it should all be just dealt with privately, privately between uh, between like Will and Chris. It's like if that happened and nobody was watching, uh, it would just be between those two. It just happens to be that however many million people were watching, and now we all, including myself, need to give our opinions. So I don't know, folks. Who cares? Really, truly, who gives a shit? Uh, <laughs> we're all just, we're trying to, we're all just trying to do our thing, right? Right. Get through each day, build something, work towards goals, become what we're trying to become. I'm rereading for the maybe third time. The Alchemist. What a book. Great book. Funny enough, heard about it through Will Smith. Um, but true, I've, I've read that book a few times and I've talked about it many times on this podcast, but it's just, it's such a beautiful book and it's all about, you know, the, uh, the call to adventure and, uh, you know, the author uses, uses the terminology personal legend, you know, we, we're going after our personal legends and in America we would say like going after our dreams or our goals or, you know, what, what's your dream, you know, that kind of thing. But it's a beautiful book, uh, and uh, there's so much wisdom in that book. Truly, there's so much wisdom, and and that's, and it's, 
that's what we all need to be doing. We all need to be listening to our, our heart and our internal intuitions and, and, and moving in the direction we, f we know we need to be going in. It's really abstract advice. And it, I'm not trying to give advice again. I'm just thinking out loud. But um, great book if you haven't read it. I need to update my, 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 my book list on my website for the three of you who want to read those books that I'm reading. So, <laughs> um, yeah, check out The Alchemist if you haven't read it. Also, I would highly recommend um, the podcast with, between Joe Rogan and Yeonmi Park, Y-E-O-N-M-I Park, the North Korean activist. I couldn't really, couldn't recommend it more. Um, it's a perspective in shifter. It really is. It's like, oh yeah, like we don't have any real problems here. We have problems, don't get me wrong, but we don't have problems like North Korea has problems or the Communist Party of China has problems. Not yet. And I'm afraid my little rant earlier um, came about because I'm afraid that if, if we don't do something, we're just sliding down a cliff in that direction. And uh, unless we all speak up, and we're and and be not be and be unafraid to speak up, then we'll just silently drift to that that uh, destination. All right, folks, a real uplifting podcast today. Hope you enjoyed the show. Good to be here uh, again. If you'd like to support the show, head over to Patreon.com/slash Trevor Olson. Help us get to the goal, folks. Don't be selfish. Quit. Quit spending your money just on you. Spend it on me. Patreon.com slash Trevor Olson. Keep doing your thing. Keep moving forward every Saturday on Patreon. We'll be back next Wednesday for free everywhere. As always, uh, have a fantastic rest of your week. Don't be afraid to speak up. Keep doing your thing. And we'll see you then.